previously on The Mortal Path. You have this nightmare that you are standing on the edge of this endless cliff-like drop in this huge cavern and it is completely dark but there is this lake of some sort rippling and you are falling and falling and falling into this dark dark water and you hit it with this blow that feels physical like like you can feel it even in your dream and you sink below the waves you sink below these ripples that you have made into this dark cold water i want to grab it run over to Nerium and say uh bon appetit <laughs> and then i'm gonna throw it in her mouth um, neri do you do you feel okay no i feel very peculiar so we make camp and I look around at my uh, companions and I say, right, so we sleep here tonight and then in the morning, we're off to see the wizard. <laughs> Going to kill you in your sleep. three of you please yes can i tell am i going glowing purple oh possibly not let's see <laughs> ten one lowering the dc as we speak <laughs> hang on hang on mine's mine's better than that uh mine is 16 16 didn't have to lower the dc we're safe okay so perspective as fuck <laughs> a peek behind the curtain yeah there we go sneaky peek into the mind of a dm taro and that nerium's glowing purple and a really weird beam of light just came out of that necklace that she's holding on the end of her dagger and y'all saw where that light touched like the inky waters beneath you just lots of big old tentacle things in it nerium you can see down at the bottom of this ladder or this staircase rather although it looks almost like a ladder at points because of the incline of it there is a entrance to a cave like structure carved into the rock it's quite big and it's square it's clearly a man-made thing you can see in that second where the light goes over it's supporting pillars it looks like it's probably one of the main mine entrances leading away from Tembrin. there is what looks like a body that's kind of collapsed on the ground near it is it humanoid kind of body? Yep, humanoid body with a cloak half over it on the ground by there. And that's where this ladder staircase is leading you down to. Kind of curves away from the middle of the Nightmare Lake and goes on an incline over towards one of the sides. Quick uh, side note. Now, is it to do with geography, physics, science, or any of the above? <laughs> I was going to say, instead of man-made, you could use artificial because okay. we're living in a... A world that where very true. there aren't very Ooh, many nice. humans and obviously gender. That is an excellent point, Gary, and is entirely correct. It is an artificial cave entrance doorway thing. What's an artificial cave? An artificial cave is just a room, Ed. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> the, the entrance is, is the bitless door to the room. <laughs> That's true. That is it. Neri, uh, you're purple. I am, and I'm glowing. Are, are you okay? Am I okay? How do I feel? Roll me an insight check. <laughs> oh, with disadvantage. Well, that's a three and a four, so no matter what I add to that, it's going to be pretty shitty. Well, to be honest, you should get advantage because you're above a lake, which should allow you a bit more self-reflection. Uh, oh, oh, wow. Uh, um, oh. Yeah, nice. Okay, but weirdly, on that point, Nat, as you conjure that very clever pun oh, internally, God. you can see there is a little reflection of like the light that Nerium's given off on the water below you, and it does kind of look like maybe in that light you can still maybe see those tentacle things. Should we just leave? Well, <laughs> we, we could just go. I mean, what's Mark going to say? <laughs> Mark can do one. As I've established. What did you get there, Nerium? Sorry. Well, in in total, I got seven. Damn. It feels spooky. <laughs> oh, I don't like those. I feel a bit weird. Also, I'm glowing, and um, I think whatever eldritch horror of the old gods that's in that water, I don't know if it's attracted to light or I, I'm starting to feel like maybe I shouldn't be going first. 
how far from the top of the crater to the water is it? Oh man, I don't know how distance works, like time also. Cathedral sized or? I'd say maybe like 10 or 11 stories easily. Okay, so more than 120 feet. Yeah. Considerably. Yeah, I, I think we should uh, leave. There's somebody down there. There's a person at the bottom of the stairs. Are you sure? I mean, I'm pretty sure. I can see it's not... Hey, it's got a cloak. I mean, on the balance of probabilities here, what... Uh, you know, it could just be a magic dream monster thing again. Well, we've done pretty well against those so far, Well, we? the, see, the thing is, there does seem to be a um, gigantic tentacle being down there. And you're the glowing purple. I am. I do feel a bit funny. This worries me. Narian, what's your passive perception? DM is also worrying me. 17. You hear Narian very faintly from above you. A little like... Oh, we should definitely leave. Quick, get back up the ladder. I don't know how stable it is. Can we please go? Okay, let's go. Up, 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 up. Yeah. Okay, quickly. Yeah. Yep. I would like all three of you to roll me dexterity checks, please. Wow, thanks, Nerium. 18. 20. 22. (laughs) Okay, so you start running. You make it about 30 feet up the ladder. You're going, like, I say ladder, staircase. You make about 30 feet up the staircase, and as you do, all three of you now hear this kind of bing, 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 and this groaning, and you feel it starting to list. I'd like all of you to roll again, please, because I just rolled a nat 20 on that one. Oh, fuck. Uh, 12. 20, please. 20. Oh, hang on. No, what am I doing? 12. No, 17. I really wish I had a camera on this dice, because I just rolled another nat 20. I, yeah, I, I, yeah. Okay, so you are maybe like 30 or so feet, 40 or so feet from the surface of the crater, and all three of you see at the same moment that last bit of this ancient, rusted staircase. Bing! And this awful kind of shifting under your feet, this (laughs) sound as this structure, which is a hundred or so years old or more, starts to collapse in on itself with this kind of awful groaning, shrieking, tearing of metal. And all three of you are acme running in the air for a second as the ladder (laughs) drops out from under your feet. And there is just this huge inky black lake beneath you. What the fuck do you do? Featherfall. I cast Featherfall and then I turn to Nat and I go, Nat, can you do levitate? Can you push us? All three of you, you fall for a second and then you feel this kind of catch and you are kind of floating downwards. We're over the lake. We need to move in a direction and I can't Featherfall us in a direction. Oh no. I cast Fly. Okay. And I guide everyone to... Uh, I'm guessing the cave opening with the body. Okay. Oh, can I move people up? Can you drag people up? Yeah. You've still got to carry the weight of two people. Yeah. Uh, Make me a strength check, but it's not going to be easy. Nah. No. (laughs) You grab their hands and you try to pull them up and your arms strain and you feel like the sweat breaking out on your forehead and it's just too difficult to try and do the magic and to hold them up at the same time. And you change course and you just grab them instead and guide them down slowly to that artificial entrance that Nerium pointed out to you and the body that is lying just kind of half in front of it. Uh, I will also... Meshach and four dancing lights appear okay and sort of light up the area around us so as you cast these lights these kind of weird shadows are reflected from the water but as you glance behind you those lights you can't see any tentacles in the water from those lights it's just dark very weird water that's now kind of like rippling against the sides as the last of that ladder collapses down into the middle of it um, there's still a bit of it that like attaches to the end of this outer kind of, what's it called? What would it call? Like bank, almost, this kind of bank. And it goes up maybe like 20, 30 feet in the air. And then that's where it's kind of snapped off and is now kind of curved over and fallen into the water near the middle of the lake. Well, this sucks. I feel like there are significant health and safety issues that wanted to be addressed on that one. Bring OSHA. 
Yeah. I summon Osha. You'll say a quick prayer to the goddess Osha. <laughs> okay. You say a quick prayer to the goddess Osha. She deems it unsafe for Oh, Sha. Oh, Sha. Oh, snap. Oh. You worked it out. This is actually Great. just it, a big PSA secret. about That's it. health and safety. I'm going to slap on my uh, mage armor, actually. Okay. As you glance around, can't see any tentacles in the lake from the lights that Nat is casting. You do see this body it's roughly the same size as maybe like nat maybe a little bit bigger humanoid you see an arm the cloak is like over it and what you do notice uh, especially nerium with your passive perception of 17 is mm. that there are the same like weird stone hands that look kind of like kobolde or gnoll-like that have come out of the ground oh, and have like dragged no. like half of it into the stone as well. It is also notably very silent down here and kind of cold. For the first time since arriving in Tembran, or at least from getting out of the Fallen City, it's like cold down here. I'm going to solve two problems at once. Uh, take up my sword and uh, ignite it. <laughs> creating lots of light here i want to get my scythe out this sucks right straw pole guys are we going to look at what's under that cloak yes we're going to look at it before it looks at us right because it will because it's a spooky cave thing and we're in a spooky cave yeah that's fair let's go poke it with a stick i go around to its head mm-hmm. and position the sword in like a in, in a pose to strike down on it if it tries to move you get your conan on yeah big flaming sword <laughs> Big flaming sword. If this bugger moves, oh, you got him. Oh, you got him. Who's pulling the cloak off or moving it? I'll poke it with my scythe. You give the the body a little prod. It it feels kind of weird because at first there's a kind of like thunk feeling like you've hit stone. And then as you kind of like prod again, just kind of like to the side of that, it does feel like fleshy, like a body bit. Can I do an investigation check to make sure that it's not like twitching? Yeah, definitely. You can all make investigation checks. Eight. Eighteen. Six. Mm. Nat is very concentrated on making sure this body does not do a Queen Eusebius and do any sort of movement as anybody approaches it. Nerium, as you kind of like lift the the edge of the cloak, Mm -hmm. you see a face, a humanoid face, looks like, you know, big kind of like dark beard that's been braided you see a little bit of glimmer of what look like gold or silver um like beads in it this guy is definitely dead like there's no doubt about it and you can see where like part of the body where the hands are touching have like turned to stone like it's half petrified but bits of it are still kind of like body-esque you don't know how long it's been here but it doesn't look like it's been here for very long because it's not desiccated. It's it's still relatively, relatively uh, fresh looking. But whether that's because of the petrification or yeah, not. It's cold down here as well. It is also very cold down here. There doesn't seem to be any sort of insect or animal life as well. All which are very important factors. And there's like a little bit of like a cool dry breeze just like coming out from the tunnel sort of thing behind him all perfect situations for a body to not decompose anyway so taro as you are looking at this body and kind of like prodding it a little bit with the scythe you do see just around the side there is a satchel that is open and you can see kind of inside the satchel there is this really like strange looking device it's rusted it looks ancient it looks kind of spherical and it looks like it's got like maybe like little weird cogs and wheels in it maybe like some kind of really intricate puzzle box or something like that and you also see a book like a journal like diary maybe like field notes type thing that has been opened and has been dropped beside the body that's interesting can i do a throwback to something i don't know how to do this so i took a spell at third level or whatever the last level we got was but it's a third level spell (laughs) Mm -hmm. and i have been playing tara as a character who does not realize that he has spells so him getting a new spell is not a thing that he's gonna just do yeah However, we had an instance of this particular spell in a game called Dungeon World. Uh, the spell is called Speak with Dead. Oh, <laughs> shit! Oh. That's such a good spell that I did not know you had. Okay. Can we do a tie-in of some kind? Can we 
can we like draw a through line between the mechanics of how that worked in Dungeon World and now? Yeah, absolutely. So as you're kind of like glancing around, Taro, you also see just off to the side in that tunnel like area, you see now glancing over, it's a short corridor. And beyond that is a wider kind of cavern. And you can see what look like very old buildings that have been chiseled into the stone. Looks like this is probably a minor camp just away from the edge of the lake, but pretty abandoned. Except there is this guy sitting on one of the the door stoops of one of these houses, head in his hands, just kind of watching the three of you. Hello? You alright? The head kind of like lifts to you and he kind of stares at you for a minute and then his eyes widen a bit in surprise and he goes not too good i'm dead i think oh <laughs> D- um taro taro who, who are you talking to that person over there you know the one who just said they were dead i didn't hear that no no not to die where, where is he just just over there and I'll gesture wildly with my scythe. Oh, uh, dancing lights? I'm going to jump in front of Taro, ducking under his scythe, please, mm-hmm. and hold out my little dagger because I don't want this to be a repl- replicant of the uh, um, curtain monster. As you jump in front of, of Taro in a sort of like protective way, and that, as you send out this little dancing ball of light, um, the way that Taro like moves the scythe, it almost like moves some old like clay dust or rock dust, and you can see almost for a second that it almost swirls in the shape of somebody sitting on that door stoop. You can't really see them, but you can kind of now hear this kind of like <sighs> noise in the wind. But that's all you can kind of see from this. Are you going to kill us? No. And you too, now that you're looking, you hear very, very faintly the answer, but but kind of on a lag behind what Taro's hearing. Did we see the face of the, the dead body thing? Uh, you saw it. I believe uh, Nerium saw it. Yeah, but I would have tossed the thing back. I'm not going to hold it up and then recover it. I'm just sort of flinging it back. You know, like when you think there might be a spider under it and you just go, Whoa! and you fling yeah. it out of the way. So I can recognise that it's the same person. Oh yeah, person. definitely. Hey, uh, uh, Nat, you ever read any ghost stories? Uh, yes, a, a, f- a few. What, why? Are you seeing a ghost? Yes, to be frank. Oh, no. uh, what, uh, oh. Ghosts, ghosts are bad news. Especially where, where I come from, they... Just even a look at the ghost can they can really fuck you up. I mean, they said they weren't gonna kill us, so What killed them? There's things worse than death. Let me just ask. Hey, uh how did you die, Mr. Ghost? There's a second of like contemplative silence, and then he stands and he moves over and his feet don't quite touch the ground, and he moves over to where his body is, and he kind of like stands over it looking down, and he goes, I can't remember the jackals. I can't remember them. No one ever can. Fuck. What do I know about jackals? Not very much. No. The jackals are in that song. I think we'll say that as a general whole, you've kind of discussed this either in passing or over dinner or something. Um, And I know that Nat's also done some jackal research as well. So the biggest thing that sticks out to you is that nobody ever seems to know or remember what the jackals were or looked like they they attacked when the endless knights they attacked sorry they attacked before the endless knights came when kayo came over they are some sort of almost mythical monster creature creatures something everybody is very much in agreement that they exist they definitely were here and attacked, but nobody, there's no like collective memory of what they were or what they are. And it actually strikes you when you're thinking about it as very odd that there almost seems to be a collective consensus of absence of what they were, like a deliberate void of what they looked like or what they did or what they were. Huh. Uh, what were you trying to do when, when you died? Studying. I was studying. The lake, a place of great power. Last one. Yeah, I'm just thinking. Would you mm. use it in pancakes? 
<laughs> oh god. Because no. I'm really feeling that's not gonna go well. I'm I'm open to suggestions here for my last question, out of character. Is there anything we can do to put his soul to rest? Alternatively, what's this sphere thing? I mean it's in your hands, Taro. Hey, what's that sphere thing? That magic I don't know what it is, made of metal or something? what's it about? Can I have it? That's a different question. I found <laughs> it here many years ago before I started traveling. It is the item rumored to have appeared in Tenbrin over a hundred and fifty years ago. I think it is a key. And as he kind of reaches down to touch it and to touch at the journal as well, there's again the shifting of dust and all three of you watch as he kind of goes and disappears into absolutely nothing. And you feel now one little like weight on your shoulders lift as if something oppressive has gone from this place but you also notice Nerium um, and we'll say Tara because you're speaking to him that the journal has a name on the spine and the name is Sten Panch. Oh fuck. Oh. Oh. I think he's gone now. That was our ticket home. Oh. Fuck. Damn. Do, do you mean the ghost is gone? Yeah the ghost is gone. Oh, oh good. Good. Yeah Nat look at this journal. I, 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 I don't don't really want to. Anything with ghosts, no. No, it's... okay, right, fine. It says stem punch on it. I think I think that was the wizard. No. No. Bollocks. No. Well that sucks. Yeah. But plus side, this some serious cape thing didn't attack us. So really, we're, you know, doing much better than I thought we would. You can add his cloak to your collection. <laughs> How are we going to get this does this mean we need to give offerings to death? To get home? I mean, he said this orb thing, and I want to pick it up, <sighs> is some kind of key. So, if there's a key, there, there must, must be a door. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess, yeah. It's, it's weird you both said that in unison. A little bit creeped out, I'll be honest. Um, what's this orb look like now that I've picked it up and I'm tossing it hand to hand? Okay, it's about the size of a basketball. It's It's big. It's Sick. heavy. Uh, I don't know how dexterous that you are tossing that thing from hand to hand, um, but you are definitely... I'm extremely dexterous. Uh-huh, that's, that is true. Are you dribbling uh, it? No, it, oh, it does not bounce. It does <laughs> not have any indication that it would... We know that it doesn't bounce. Have we tried? Well, you've maybe thrown metal like this. Like It's not going to bounce. It's very heavy. Um, and as you are looking at it, make me either a investigation check or an arcana check because it is also deeply magical, but in a kind of dormant way. Like, there's magic, like, at the core of it, but it doesn't look like it's currently working. I'm going to make an investigation check. Both of them are equally bad, but investigation <laughs> sounds more like something Tara would do. Okay. That's a six. It's a six. Um, it kind of weirdly reminds you of, like, a puzzle box. Something about it looks a little bit familiar, but in a kind of way that you can't quite place. And not in a way that, like, is related to a different memory, but in a way that you, Taro, have maybe seen something like this and can't place. Huh. Does it look anything like the keys and locks that we found in the Eternal Labrys? There was a room full of keys and locks and puzzles. Do you mean in the learning chambers? The learning chambers, that's the one, sorry. It does not look like those, no. Hey, Nat, take a look at this. Uh, I'm going to go pop down to the lake and get some water. You, Back you in sure a sec. there's no... That, that ghost's it's gone? It's not ghosty. It's not a ghosty thing. It's a magic yeah, thing. Yeah, the ghost is gone. <sighs> Don't worry about the ghost. How did we not realise he was going to be dead? Of course he's bloody dead. I just... Oh, meeple sticks. And then I'll <laughs> examine the orb with guidance. Okay. Oh, get very Go for it. 20. Okay, was that arcana or investigation? I can't remember. Uh, either, to be honest. They're both plus one. Do you have a preference? Are you looking at it for its magical properties or for its like technical properties? Uh, I'd say magical first. Definitely a magical item. Definitely dormant. It almost kind of feels like the way that your sword feels when um, you're not really using it. It's just kind of like by your side. Like deeply magical, but not like in use type feeling. It's got that same sort of feel to it. It definitely looks like some kind of puzzle box because you can see that there are little bits on the outside that can be like 
flicked or switched or turned it looks like it's really <laughs> quite complex although parts of it have ero- it's not a bop it <laughs> yes it's an ancient bop it congratulations uh, it's not a bop it um, oh, I'm glad you got there first <laughs> <laughs> well it's because I said flick it and then my mind went bop it immediately and I was like don't do this to me. <laughs> don't worry I already had the association there with my sweet chaotic brain um, so it's definitely some sort of puzzle box it looks like it needs some kind of unlocking in order to make it work it does remind you very much of the alice wheel actually in some very weird way where it almost looks like a very like rough prototype of the alice wheel if the alice wheel was spherical and not like a flat disc type object there's just something about that that seems similar there's also fair amounts of it that have been eroded through time or rust you see dings and scratches it looks like maybe it was like buried for a while you can see like dirt caught in it in like weird places it it looks real beat up looks like if you dug it out the ground at a historical site it would not be out of place but it is deeply magical do i have any idea about its magical properties yeah uh, it definitely seems like it has a couple woven in there, but the ones that stand out to you from your knowledge of magic is some kind of teleportation type magic. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. The other one that it feels like is maybe some sort of abjuration, some sort of warding type magic, Ooh. and maybe just like a touch of illusion or something in there. You get the feeling that it can probably do a couple of different things, but you're not really sure which because it is so old, beat up, and powered off. I was going to say, um, I didn't actually put the amulet of Tankerel away at any point. Is it doing anything weird? It's still doing that, like, spinning, glowing, like, thing. It hasn't done that big... So it's still sweeping the light round? No, it's not doing the light. It's just kind of spinning and, like, lightly glowing. You're still glowing as well, by the way. Yeah. I feel like Mr. Burns. <laughs> it brings peace. Uh, Kill it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, I'm going to wander over with my uh, amulet on the end of the dagger and just sort of say, if I waggle this near it, is that is there a connection there at all? Use amulet on all. <laughs> I mean, magic things yep. from, from Velo? I don't know. Go north. <laughs> <laughs> okay, as you are kind of looking at this puzzle box, Tara, you said you were going over to the edge of the water, right? Yeah, I'm going to wander down there. It's gone still again. Very deep, dark water. Don't disturb the water. Take a fucking sip, babes. I want to pull out my, my, my little flask. Okay, uh, yep. Can I tie a bit of string to it? Yeah. I want to, like, toss it a little bit in there so I don't have to put my hands in and then you know let it fill up and then pull it back out you tie the string to the handle you throw it out to the lake there's a little like bloop sound as it hits the water and a little gloop 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 as it starts to like tilt and fill up with a bit of water make me a perception check please taro <laughs> i'm sure this will be fine nothing here to see uh, but you will be seen by the watcher 20 was that a natural 20 no a regular 20 Okay, that's still very, very good, my man. So, a couple of things... A homegrown 20. A homegrown 20. A couple of things strike you. One is that the lights that Nat are casting let you see, like, maybe a foot, foot and a half down into this murky water. Absolutely no tentacles, no nothing, absolutely. It's just this dark, cold, still-looking water. You also notice to your right when Nerium is standing and that kind of glow is hitting the water, you can definitely see the tentacles in the water that Nerium is hitting, for whatever reason. Oh, I'm summoning them. How lovely. You also notice you have no reflection in this water. Ah, hey, Nat. And I want to fish fish my fish my jug out the water in it is as kind of like murky inky black as it looks so it's not just like looking like that color because it's dark it seems to also actually be that color and as you pull it like closer and that water like drip 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 onto this kind of pale grayish rock it leaves what almost look like oil stains on it this is definitely not safe to eat. <laughs> I, w- I want to seal the thing. Okay, yeah, you jam the cork in. Cool. You now have a picture of Nightmare la- Lake Water. Jam it, put it in my pocket. Hey, Nat. Y- yeah? Why does this water not 
put my reflection in it. Oh. Does he not? No. Also, Nerium, there's some tentacles near you. You should probably move back. What can you see? Ghost tentacles? I don't know. Some kind of tentacles. I mean, I'm... I should really be panicking a bit more about this. You can tell I've been... There are multiple reasons why you can tell I've been hanging out with you two too much. Is A, these tentacles are not freaking me out nearly as much as they ought to. And B, I somehow didn't realise that I could just put some food colouring in this water and pretend I've been down to the Nightmare Lake. Well, I think we're all kind of in shock. Yeah. Just very long-lasting shock. DM here to say as always hello and thank you for listening to us still it's amazing it's incredible we're so delighted we're so grateful if you are listening to us and I assume you are otherwise I'm truly speaking into the void if you have access to an iDevice please do head on over to iTunes and leave us a review it does help us out so much it really helps get the word out iTunes will recommend us to people who are listening to other great shows and you know we might we might get lucky and have someone else click and manage to get through the first two or three episodes of our audio and then continue on to listen to the rest of our show you can also support us by telling friends, telling foes, telling family, telling anybody that you think might enjoy this show. We do see quite a lot on the Discord. Somebody says, oh, I introduced my friend to this. And we're so grateful to you when you do that. Thank you so, so much. We do try and get the word out there ourselves, but it's so great when people give an honest review and tell their friends that they like it. So they should check us out. So thank you. We're really grateful for that. And on the basis of people telling other people that we're really awesome, thank you so much for the Audioverse nominations. That is absolutely incredible. We have been nominated in four categories for loads of different things, such as character portrayals. Rachel Graff got nominated for the music, for the uh, theme tune, which was amazing. Thank you for overall show and for me as a DM, which is amazing. Thank you so much. We are so, so grateful. Thank you so much to everybody who took the time to nominate us. And we are so excited to see how we do in the voting. So yeah, thanks so much. That's so cool. Speaking of Rachel Graff, don't forget to check out her music. You can find her at rachelgraff.com. That's R-A-C-H-E-L. G-R-A-F-F dot com. You can download the Mortarpath theme tune. You can download quite a lot of Mortarpath music from there. She's really cool and just her stuff's so great. So go and check it out. We are also going to be shortly moving into our season two. How exciting is that? And as per usual, as we did last time, we're going to take a short break from the main campaign and put out some other stuff. We haven't yet worked out exactly what that's going to be, um, but it will be really great, whatever it is. We've been playing around with some stuff. We've tried a couple of systems, some that didn't work, some that we do like, and we're going to see We're going to see what, what comes out of there. So I'm really excited to be moving firmly into season two. And of course, we'll do a little recap thing. So it's maybe a great time to get people to start listening, you know, because we're about to be moving into a new season. We'll do a recap. And uh, you don't have to listen to the whole backlog. You can just jump in there. And uh, yeah, I will leave you to enjoy this spooktacular episode because I am back on my bullshit, baby. Nat's going to go to her happy place and read the book, the journal. Okay. Are you, what are you doing with the orb? Uh, so I think I'll, I'll sit down a, a goodly distance from the ex person. Okay. Uh, put the orb in a, do I have a satchel on or like a... Well, hang on. Can I have a look at it? Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll pass the orb over to Neri. Okay. Nerium, the minute that Nat gives you yeah, this orb, it's kind of cold. It's heavy. It is very big in your halfling hands because it is like a human-sized basketball. So it's like, I don't know. I don't know the object of ball. It's I don't know the ball size head. of sports It's a balls. space hopper for a halfling. <laughs> okay, thank you. I don't know how they scale. So whatever's bigger than a basketball, a bigger ball, you're holding that. Um, and as you touch it, all of these, like, 
purple lines and runes go all over it think of like you know the disney film atlantis where it's like the bioluminescence of like the glowy things or like moon runes type thing it just kind of lights up and you can see all of like the joins of where all these little interlocking parts are and there is this kind of secondary like feeling that is now resonating with the amulet that is there Uh there is a second kind of like beam of light that sweeps around the room and you all three of you see this like what looks like an old wooden dock like a fishing dock that would go out into a lake that you could stand at the end of and fish from that goes Uh to the center of the the lake and then a staircase that goes down into water that is suddenly like a Uh watery like tunnel and then as that light kind of like dims and fades back you can't see it anymore tower it's maybe like three five foot to your right where that bridge type walkway started I, as soon as, once it's lit up, because I'm holding it, and I'm kind of, I imagine that I'm doing the traditional fantasy, holding an orb on both sides, and staring into it like a palantir. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to look up at Nat and say, I think, I think it's the violet drop that activates it, and that's, I ate that, so. Yeah. Right. Um, I'm, I'm well out of my depth. Well, not yet. Let's not even say depth right now because not liking the look of that water. Or the staircase that Moses built. No, I've got a bad feeling we'll be taking that. Yeah, so do I. Um, The thing about this amulet is that if you do wear it, you can cast Control Water. Can you also uh, cast uh, Control uh, Tentacle Monster? Well, no. But we've not seen it come out of the water at any point, have we? Not not yet. I'm not entirely sure this is water. I mean, I don't know what it is, but it doesn't seem to have many of the properties I come to know and love of water. I mean, it looks wet. Many liquids are wet. It doesn't when you drop it on rocks, though. And it looks... It looks black and, like, slick. Is it oil? What's oil? Wait, I, I know what oil is. is. This what the fuck? whole show <laughs> being a metaphor for the oil crisis? I know what oil is. What the fuck? <laughs> is oil the nightmare that fuels? <laughs> is this why war has begun? <gasps> it's the, the Industrial Revolution. War. We're here at the beginning. <laughs> Hang on a second. I held this and we got a little passageway down. Now, right, I've connected the dots. You're a genius. I didn't connect shit. Um, there's a there's a lake here, and the little stone hands that come out and eat you are here, and this lake is black goo, and then up there in the fire mouth, that's lava. So that's like a fire lake, and there's little hands that come out of the stone and eat you there as well. So following, that's that's this planet. Now this purple stuff. Violet Drop is all from Velo, isn't it? Because that's where we read in the book and it said that, you know, it comes down in a storm once a month and most of the time it falls in the sea. Um, But something about the purple from that planet is talking to the lakes. Well, certainly this lake. Don't know about the other one. But the other one's got a dragon in it, hasn't it? And this one's got a squid. Okay, following. Yep. I'm just, you know, sometimes you say it out loud and it starts making connections. Is any of this going anywhere? Uh. Mm. What if the little hands are the jackals? What if the jackals are some kind of like innate thing on this planet that comes out of the stone and doesn't like people? Uh. What if the jackals are the gods? Oh, I've had about enough of gods. At are this you point. just saying anything could be the jackals? Because that's about the information we have. Maybe this well, rock is a jackal, and I pick up a rock. Well, that's kind of what I'm saying. You know, there's like there's like something that lives. There's like a there's like a a spirit of the planet, and it comes out of the rock. Like a, the planet's alive or something. I don't know. The rocks look pretty normal. <laughs> Thanks, Yuvi. We were all seriously no, considering Ed said that. No, he looked at the rocks. If you want to look at the rocks more seriously, roll I me did. a die. Uh, okay, I'll take a. I'll take oh a... fuck! Are the rocks made of the same stuff as the? I, I was going to say, is it gritty? Is it gritty sand? I'll take a more serious look at the rock as I pick it up for my bit. Okay, cool. Are you picking up a random bit of rock? Yes. 
It's specifically there to make a demonstration that the jackal could be a rock. What do I roll? Investigation, I think, would be best in this one. I'm rolling investigation a lot today, given that, like, I don't have any points in that. We're investigating, it's chill. You're detecting. Uh, that's a 19. Oh, you're, you're rolling real good, though. So you pick up I'm rolling this... very good, is the thing. Yeah, you pick up this rock, and one kind of corner of it is, like, black from having been splashed with the water that you pulled out of the lake. And the rock that you're holding feels like very normal rock, but the bit where the kind of black water is at the end, it it's like the water is seeping through it and into it, like it's kind of porous on that end in a weird way, or that the black water is making it porous or can just kind of sink into this rock. Hey, so this weird water appears to be just sinking into this rock. I don't really know what that means. Drop the rock. Drop the rock, Taro. Yes. Okay, I'll just toss it over my shoulder. Into the water? Yeah. Oh, (laughs) does it splash? Don't disturb the water. Pippin, what are you doing? This is exceptionally not normal. Look, I have a job now. I thought (laughs) things were going to get... Normal. I've had enough of this magic weirdness. It's at the point where I will accept that working in a strange crepe restaurant, which has a very poor business model that serves, <laughs> like, lizard people, I thought that was normal. I was willing to accept that as normal. And now? No, I'm back here in this weird cave. I spoke to a ghost. There are tentacles. And I'm fine with it. And that's the worst. <laughs> It's just awful. It's a fair point, actually. Can we go? How do we go? Let's go somewhere. Anywhere? Possibly Mr. Punch has an idea. Okay. Are you reading the journal? I am. Okay. So it is a journal of field notes. It's a workbook. It is clearly full of arcane learnings and theories and experiments. (laughs) Yeah, actually, it is super interesting. It's so up your alley. It could have almost been included just for you, Nat. It is like... (laughs) All the stuff that you are Does interested in. Does it have any spells in There are a couple of pages oh. that feel like really magical and you're <laughs> not entirely sure what they do because you need to study and have... Oh, another level or so. You, well... <laughs> you also... Do you know, it's almost like when they built that doorway in, in, in the cave, that was the fourth wall and uh, they just broke right through yeah, it. Yeah. Um, you also know that people who learn spells from books need to write on special paper and Mm -hmm. do all sorts of things so you're probably going to have to have a little think about how you could actually learn this by which i mean the dm has to remember how warlocks can (laughs) learn spells when they're not wizards so uh, that's all right i've got the pact of the tome feature with eyes of the you do um, so i can and i've got book of ancient secrets so it's possible. <laughs> it is possible. The things that Stenpatch seems to be mainly studying is an increase of magical instances over the entire planet. This includes the fallen city, and you also find reference to the total disappearance of a, of a town that's called Isantia that seems to be like a few thousand miles from Tendrin that disappeared around the same time that the fallen city appeared or crashed down oh, into shit. the sands outside of Tembrin. You also find writings on this sort of distorting or this mutation of magical places of power on this planet that already exist, notably the Nightmare Lake and the Firemouth, although he makes mention of another couple of places on the planet that have also seemed to have some kind of weirdness happening to them. He's also noted that Kayo seems to be coming at a much faster rate than he would have expected. So the signs are matching up. He knows from the astrology, he's got all his working out, that Kayo should be arriving soon. But Kayo seems to be arriving like too fast, like too soon for that planet to get here in this time. Point of order. Did you just use the word astrology? <laughs> Astronomy. That's there we the, go. That's the ticket. That's I, the I don't care that you do the astronomy wrong. I just care. That you... <laughs> <laughs> Did you say the right word? It's astronomy. Sorry. He's, it's, it's the study of planets, not of what the planets mean for people. Um, you also see that he has written about several towns that have been ravaged by something. And this is quite recently. This is within like the last kind of couple of months. But nobody seems to remember or recall what attacked them. Just that it was maybe jackals. And he can't 
work out. Nobody seems to remember or know or have anything, but the damage is there. It's obvious. People have died. There are buildings destroyed. Towns have been attacked, but no one can really remember what did it or why or what they looked like. Even people who are bearing wounds that have clearly fought something and survived. They don't have any real memory of what it was. And you also see personal notes of his, especially towards the end, of seeing things moving in the mining camp behind him and dreams of reaching hands. And he's written a couple of times like jackals with a question mark and he's also made a note about the the object that he's found calling it a key and saying that this key opens to somewhere some place and he can't work it out but he knows it's to do with the lake and the very very last thing it kind of says is that maybe he says he says like the wrong side of the lake but then he kind of like draws an arrow to... Do you remember in Stranger Things when mm-hmm. Elle's explaining mm-hmm. the upside down and they kind of draw that like line? And so he kind of like, he's pointing like under the lake with mm-hmm. it. First of all, also a, f- a fantastic world building. I'm thoroughly enchanted yes. with Thanks. what's happening. What's going to happen next? Absolutely love <laughs> it. But also, God fucking damn, why couldn't there just be a map? Hey, <laughs> To get out. Do you, do you re do you repeat some of that to us? Uh, yeah, I'll I'll give you all the highlights. Hey Nat, do you remember the Alice wheel? Yeah, yeah. You know how there was that whole puzzle thing where we were on the wrong side of the the mirror. Oh yeah. You remember that whole thing? Mm-hmm. Because I'm getting some really unpleasant deja vu. We had to use the Alice wheel to get on the right side of it, didn't we? I think we have to go into the lake. Or, like, through the lake? We can't go over it. We can't go under it. We've got to go through it. On one side, I, I don't think the jackals are rocks. And I don't think they're the gods either. No. No? But I do think they might be in that mining town thing over there through that cave. I think that, yes, Taro, I think, I think, yeah. And given that that seems to be the other way out, I'd actually rather go into the weird lake. Yeah. Oh, I've just thought of something. I'm going to reach into my pockets, pat them all down, and find my key of unlocking. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. That I have. I have a key, and I'm going to get it out of its little box that says, one use only. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say, Nat, I know this is like literally a door key, and probably the key You're that's needed dorky. to unlock. <laughs> <laughs> Coming from you, I mean, you know, I can believe it. Um, I, uh, I'm not sure if this is a sort of key that might work on this ball. Do I use it on this, or do I save it till later? Huh. Using a key to unlock a key. Kingdom Hearts Four. <laughs> <laughs> that was the most real call out we've ever done on this podcast. <laughs> or do I just do I just hold on to it and walk out to the end of the pier? I, I'm not sure that'd quite work. Uh I can't really see like a keyhole. I mean we can, we can try but Right, I'll save it to another time. If the magic's one use only. Ah mm-hmm. Yeah exactly, I don't wanna no, it's fine. I'll stick it back in my pocket. Right, so if I pick up this thing and um Try and find my way over to where that pier was. Do you mind if I just take ten? Oh, do you need to reach out? Yeah, yeah that would be nice. Oh, okay, yeah, no, that's fine. Just in case I need to fly again for some reason. Can I keep an eagle eye on the cave? Yes, the one with the mining, abandoned mining town thing in it. The one I'm now very scared of after the book information. Make me a perception check. So you're taking a short rest, is that correct? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so that's like an hour or so. Oh yeah, it's not ten minutes, it's an hour, yeah. That's an eight. It's dark. It's spooky. It's just, it's so quiet. It's like the kind of quiet that almost makes your ears ring with it. It's reminiscent of the quiet of the fallen city. That kind of oppressive, there's something magical here, but there's also something wrong here. And as you take this hour to rest, to, you know, recharge, you can feel again that almost kind of like buzzing, staticky feeling that the three of you felt in the Fallen City. Not as strong as it was on the Learning Chambers, um, but kind of maybe on like the Arco Crypt layer. This just kind of general awareness of this charged atmosphere around you of magic. But also the same thing as in the Learning Chambers, that kind of like sickly 
like almost like a like a radiationy type feeling of this magic around you. I really don't like this. Are you done, Nat? Yes, I think. So. By the way, do we have the Halos wheel with us? If you brought it with you, then yes. And I will leave that for you to genuinely decide if you brought that with you or not. Uh... It's a very powerful and expensive magical item. The city is currently in turmoil. Yeah, I'm gonna go with I bought it with me. Okay, I'll allow it. It's not a big thing. You could absolutely have put it. It's about I think I said it's like the size of like a toast plate. So you did because we had a whole toast plate. We did discussion. have a toast plate talk. So yeah, so you you definitely have it. It's carryable. Also, it's one of the murder weapons for the queen. So you know, probably yeah. best to keep it on. Yeah. Here. So you take an hour. Nothing mm-hmm. moves, nothing that anybody sees moves or breathes or does anything. Just the cold black water and the sky above you. You see it, this little tiny, tiny little circle of light above you that is not quite as bright as it was before. And actually, all three of you make me intelligence checks. Have we discovered that it's night time? We'll see. How good did you roll? Ten! Six. Three. <laughs> well, it's just kind of dim. Maybe there's clouds. Wait a second. I always know the ne- the number of hours left before the next sunset. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it should be, at this point in time, two, maybe three in the afternoon. Yeah, I was thinking that. Doesn't quite look like two or three in the afternoon in Tembrin. Looks like maybe it's more like seven or eight, but it definitely uh, feels like it's two or three in the afternoon. This is like seven shades fucked up. It's all fucked up, Nat. Look, I'm really sorry. At some point during that hour, I and my little purple glowing self just tiptoed towards the edge of the water to see it, what the tentacles in the water look like under the purple glow. And I, get, I, I can stealth up to it. All right, roll me a stealth check. It's all right. It's a, a 14. I rolled a 3. 14. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, you sneak up on that lake. You don't think the lake saw you coming. Uh, you know. Dang. Um, <laughs> Did the tentacles though? Okay, as you look over the edge, it kind of looks like eels, but like really big, big eels because they're all really like tightly bunched and moving over each other. It's not like individual tentacles in the water. It's like a feeding frenzy type looking oh, thing of eels. Oh fuck! But the, yeah, but the that's just so not... much worse. <laughs> but the water's not disturbed by it. I think fondly of um, having jelly deals with Mal at home, and I shuffle back over to the edge of the wall and sit down. Does Nerium have a reflection? Do I have a reflection? That's a good point. Yeah, so you have a reflection. You can also see it's a very purple reflection, um, almost as if you were seeing yourself made almost entirely out of like purple light rather than yourself just glowing purple. You can also uh-huh. see out the corner of your vision uh, the where the kind of glow from you is kind of touching the edge of this wooden pier. That was the word I was looking for. Pier type thing going out into the middle of the lake. You can just see a little bit of it. Like a fog of war type situation. Just where the glow hits. I'm going to go back and sit down. You take your hour rest. You have all completed a short rest. You can mark that off if you've used anything that would be rejuvenated by that. As we do, I investigate uh, Stempanch's satchel. Okay. Anything in it? There's some food, there's some water, basic kind of camping equipment, but you get the feeling that there is a camp set up actually back in the mining town, just from kind of glancing around um, and seeing that there's not like a bedspread here or anything like that. There is writing equipment. There are some of like the little vials and like scales and kind of like alchemisty type measuring type tools, not a full set. And some of them look like weirdly corroded, um, kind of like, the metal's been like worn away but in a strange manner it would look almost acidic except it's very mm-hmm. smooth okay there's some money sure we'll throw in you find five gold pieces three silver pieces and four copper pieces or the equivalent off in gems 53 quid and 40 pence yeah that's what you the equivalent in gem is what you find <laughs> there you go nobody wants to engage with money giving us a prime number yuvi um, oh, I'm so. It's, it, yeah, Actually, is that prime? It's, yeah, it's prime, right? How okay. do you tell us when it's prime? I'll, I'll fix it. I'll fix it. You get four, whatever the best gem I said was. I can't fucking remember. I'm holding so much information in my brain at any one point during these sessions. The best one was red. Strange one. Does the money come in a pouch? Yeah. Okay. I put the money in my own 
thing. And the pouch, I'm over this hour, like, filling with bits of sand and rock. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then the hour is up. And yep. my plan is scatter little bits on the the pier where Nerium's purple Ooh. light dictates to see if we can uh, Indiana Jones it. Okay. What are you doing? Standing on the edge of the Nightmare Lake. Unless somebody tells me not to, I'm going to pick up the uh, key ball, uh, the magic eight ball, mm-hmm. um, and <laughs> yep. walk carefully and glowingly to the end of the pier and see what happens. Okay, so you like to the beginning of the pier, you mean where it like touches the shore? No, no, I mean to the bit where it's... I'm going to step out onto it and my yeah. plan is to walk to the end of the pier. Okay. So I'm standing out in the middle of the water and see if the now, staircase b- before opens. before you step, I'm just going to scatter some of that dust. Okay. You scatter that dust and it stays. Okay. In the air or on the pier that seems to be glowing. And Nerium, as you kind of reach out with your foot, there's a little noise as your heel clicks against what feels like wood, maybe? Doesn't feel like stone. Looks kind of like wood, but all made out of like glowing purple. And I'm going to say to myself quietly as I do this, I'm not sure exactly how I should be addressing you now, but really hope you've got my back on this one. Um... Yeah, off we go. As you say that, you feel what feels like two hands take yours for a second and squeeze, and those kind of like... Oh, careful, I'm holding something. (laughs) And those kind of like (laughs) writhing eel-like tentacle things like pull back a little bit from the pier for a moment. Are you, all three of you, stepping onto the pier? I I am. I'm going. What is your marching order, please? I want to go behind Nerium. And reach out and touch her back and and, and say, Meeple sticks. So cast guidance on Nerium. Okay. I'll hang in the back. Why not? Okay. I'll look behind us as we're going at that fucking cave. Perception check, please. Oh, yeah, I forgot. This is, yeah, whatever. We're not, we're not min-maxing here. We're good at this. This is the day you roll dice, Ed. It sure is. It's, it's more dice than I've ever <laughs> rolled in my life. I know. I think it might well be. That's six. So, as you as you glance behind you, something shifts in that artificial entrance to the mining bit, and you can't quite make it out, but it looks like hundreds of like little fingers like go around the edge and then oh, pull back. Oh fuck off. <gasps> okay, go 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 go. There's cave thing whatever it is. It's the gnome king. I, incidentally, after I had that experience of, of somebody holding my hands, I will say, thank you. Thank you. Just because I want to be polite. Of course. Yeah. You're welcome, but we we have to go now. <laughs> not, you know, God, right. Huh? Trying not to rush. I am walking carefully so that I don't accidentally step off the end of the fucking pier. But I'm going to walk up to the end of it and just stand with my sort of looking over it. Giving it the full howl talking to Calcifer moment. Okay, so as you're walking, this it stretches on quite a long way because you've got to get kind of towards the middle of this circular lake. So you are walking for quite a long time because this is easily a thousand feet wide, this whole cavern from one end to oh, the other. Fuck. It's a huge thing. You can't see the other side of it from where you were on the shore. And as you do kind of get towards the middle, you do see that there is a very similar looking artificial doorway like opposite you, like right on a line between uh, the one behind you and yourselves and this one. And you do remember that these this would have a way back to Tembrin and a way like away from Tembrin. So if there's one behind you, there's probably going to be one ahead of you that leads back towards where Tembrin should be. Um, and as you are walking, Nat and Nerium and Terry, you will notice that once that sand and grit gets maybe like 120 or so feet behind you, it just kind of drops. Bloop, 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 ah. bloop, into the water okay and as you get towards the middle of the lake you can see now that this pier turns into a stairway that leads down and the water is like pushed away from the stairway kind of creating like a tunnel through which the stairway goes down 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 into the lake 
but after maybe like 10, 15 feet, you can see that that like inky black water is kind of like lapping at the edges of it. Okay, I would very much like to use my guidance to make an investigation check on the stability of that fucking stairway. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, fair. Nine. By the way, for this little bit, while Neri's leading the way with the ball, I'm just constantly guidancing Neri. Yeah, thank you. Uh, sorry, nine, 13, uh, 14, 15, 16. Three up. Yeah. Meeple sticks, 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 meeple The staircase looks stable. Looks very well built. Okay, I'm kneeling down and sort of like batting on it and like giving it the full dad looking around a new rental. Yep, it's stable. Okay. Does after like 15 or 20 feet, the water does like touch the edges of it. It's like this tunnel is like a depression that doesn't seem to go all the way down through. You guys, I got a real bad... Well, yeah, bad feeling about this. I, I, you know how the uh, the pier is disappearing behind us. We're gonna go down into this staircase, and it's gonna close up behind us. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 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 Oh, yep. 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 Fucking yep. Go, blood juggers! Off we go. <gasps> I'm gonna, I'm, li- I'm gonna hold my breath as I go down past the water level because I don't think I could avoid doing that. I think psychologically, I just would. Okay. One thing to note: <laughs> as you're all saying things, now that you're in the middle of the nightmare lake, there's this really weird echo happening with your voices, where it kind of sounds like it's being repeated back to you, but behind and around you, as it's bouncing off the walls of this huge cavern. It's such a delay that it almost sounds like Hello? people are speaking behind you. And as Hello Yep. Yeah. Not yep. not that yep. close together. Yep. Yeah, it's yep. more like that. Like there's like gaps yep. between them. Yep. 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 Yeah. Yep. And it kinda like bounces back over you. It's really weird. So as you start to go down this staircase, you get to where that like inky black water touches the pier and it doesn't move. It's still there. You can see that the staircase oh. does seem to go down further under it, but there's this weird kind of like film to the water here and also now that you've descended maybe about 15-20 feet you can again see this like little gap above you where the water sort of starts or ends or whatever in this tunnel and further up a very kind of dark looking sky Nat should be maybe like 4 5 maybe at the most that sky that you can see above you actually looks so dark that it's kind of hard to see now where it is and all of the water around you has those eel-like tentacle things it's a big vape cloud blocking out the sun is it dark because we're getting used to the purple glow oh it's actually dark up there which worries me maybe we just lost track of time no i don't i have a very keen mind track of time that's like (laughs) incapable i think that's very capable you take that back Nat knew what I meant. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. Am I going to put my foot in that water? Or am I going to get... Oh, look, right. This amulet has got something to do with this lake. And I can cast control water if I put the amulet on. I poke it with my stick. Okay. It's kind of watery. Maybe like a little bit thicker than water should be. And as you kind of like touch the the scythe to it, there's this kind of like iridescent swirl to it. Something that looks almost like glittery or uh, make me an intelligence check, actually, please, Tara. So good at these. So good at these. Smart boy. At least it's not a strength check. That's true. Oh, uh, two. That's a two for me. Looks weird. This looks weird. (laughs) Gang, this looks yeah. weird. Do you know what? It would be more weird if it looked normal, but I would be quite ready for that to happen anyway. Right, meeple sticks me. Meeple sticks. Okay, I put on the fucking amulet. Okay. That's a wisdom saving throw, isn't it? Yep. <laughs> 17 okay. plus 1, 18 plus the d4, which is 2. Uh, 20. Very, very nice. You feel this, like, tug towards just, like, 
leaping into this water and you go fuck that nope and pull yourself back from that but you do feel again i very much do you do feel again that like dryness over your skin you feel the kind of like pull of like your tongue and your lips kind of cracking does make you really thirsty and like you want to just like get in that water okay so i'm gonna cast now it says that i can cast control water at will Mm-hmm. nice Who's mm-hmm. Will? <laughs> my Will. Obviously my Will. That's a good joke. That's a good joke, and I liked it. Part water. Okay. Thanks, Moses. Of up to 300 feet down. Yeah. So I just go, I, I'm going to put my hands together sort of like an upside down prayer and pull them apart. Okay. And see if that opens a tunnel further down yeah it does and as you do that all of those tentacles they all kind of like pull back and they all kind of like writhe like quicker and faster and actually the water around you kind of like bulges in a very like studio ghibli way like they're trying to push through but they can't quite do that and then they kind of like snap into what looks like this huge serpentine thing in the water around you that's kind of like slowly circling (laughs) and the staircase that goes like down 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 into the water all three of you can see this as just kind of like in the water this single like yellow eye that looks like the exact one on the necklace just goes and opens up. Oh, oh hi. <laughs> <laughs>